Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Liberland Show. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell. Today we are joined by Rav Altman, the Liberland representative to the Dominican Republic. He's much more than that, and you guys will learn that here today. He's actually been on the show once before. We'll have to see what episode number that was, but definitely do just a quick web search, Liberland show, Rav Altman, and check out his first one. It was fantastic. Rav, I think it was within the first 20s, I think it was under 20. It, it was early on, you're right. So there you go, you guys heard him. It, it, he's, our, he's our rabbi. Rav Altman, thank you so much for blessing us with your presence here on the show again. Do you have any opening remarks for our fellow Lieberlandians? Well, uh, it's always good to uh, talk among friends. And we all know uh, Adam's contribution to the Liberland family, mostly in the hosting things. I quite didn't figure out all the different uh, digital platforms that he's using. But uh, we know that, uh, you know, if you need something, worldwide adam is your guy so uh, it's a pleasure i hope everybody's well you know in in their crazy times of pandemics and global uh, crisis and uh, but i am i am optimistic that we're gonna go get out from this crisis because the way i look at it is humanity is resilient and humanity has, has always prevailed i mean it's not the first time there was plagues and crises and, and world disasters, and humanity has survived, bruised, but survived. I believe this is not different this time, and hopefully we'll come out stronger. Absolutely. I love that. Humanity always prevails, and that's definitely the mindset that we have in everything that we're doing at Liberland as well. I want to note, we do have a special guest listener with us here live today, and that is Rob's mother i think one of the first times we've had a live audience kind of here on the show maybe we'll have to do that more in the future but rob uh, do you want to give a, a quick uh, shout out to our guest today or our listener do you have me am i there we we're, we don't need her to to unmute but we just want to let everyone know we have a live listener <laughs> if you would like to unmute that's fine definitely <laughs> oh it uh, looks like we have a <laughs> rob accidentally disconnected so one moment we'll bring him back on here I'd like to welcome my mom to the Liberland family. She's uh, not as adverse with our uh, uh, projects, you know, a little bit, but uh, she's, you know, her parents always is formed by two major players in their life, uh, my, f my father and my mother. So, I mean, I don't know if it's 50-50% or some are more, some are less, but I'm definitely a combine of both of my parents. And uh, mom has been with me for all my life. And, uh, you know, she's also a part of my contribution to Liberland. Everybody knows in Liberland my father, but mom is also a silent partner. And it's a uh, welcome that mom uh, showing sometimes to support us and listen to our agenda today. Such an honor to have her here with us. And Rob... We're going to dive into some cool things here today, um, especially in regards to the Dominican Republic and other projects that you're working on diligently for Liberland. But before we do, and I know we covered this before in our last interview, but to bring our listeners back up to speed, could you kind of just explain to everyone how you first found out about Liberland, a little bit of your background too, because it's pretty, you have quite the resume. So I don't know how you want to give us the short version of it, but you're, you're an impressive guy and just want to know how you first got connected with Liberland. Okay, a little bit, a little history to make it brief. We, I uh, was born in Israel uh, 
in over a few decades ago. And then I've been in, you know, politics and world history was always uh, my interest on going back many times. I've, I've used to go to Europe. I used to look, uh, go to archaeological, a lot of the historical and art. It comes, came out from my mother's side. She's, uh, she's, she always educated me in history and cultures. I used to be involved with, you know, as, as a little kid with the different politics. I went, I, I uh, been uh, involved with the, in different campaigns in Israel and stuff, you know, just, you know, doing the groundwork as a kid. Then I grew up, I moved in, I, I came to the United States. I currently live here over 20 years ago, but I already came into the, in the 90s. And, uh, you know, you look around and you, I believe that, you know, as members of societies, we need to always keep our eyes open and be at least cares about what's going on. I was seen a couple of years ago, I believe three, four years, maybe a little bit more, some kind of an article, actually, I read it on an Israeli newspaper. It's called the Ynet about an interesting guy. It actually was in Hebrew. That's he's trying to open a new country in Europe, a brand new country. So uh, when I had and I searched it up, I find a guy, the name was Vityad Lichka. So I, I reached out to him on Facebook that Vityad Lichka is the president for anybody who doesn't know, of course. A very impressive guy for me. I mean, I'm, his vision and, and the way that's what he achieved in the last, uh, it's going to be six years already since he started that project is amazing. And what's the amount of, you know, because you always have some different peoples who, who are creating kingdoms and, and states. And, but, you know, everybody looked, there was a serious operations that's, that has been gone for five, six years already. And it's keep growing. And you see that if you look at the diversity of the people and the intelligence of the people, that's a serious project. You get crypto technology guys, you get the blockchains people who are interested. You get different businessmen, different press people. I mean, I mean, if Liberland was a hoax, I mean, it wouldn't attract such a diversity of peoples into that project. And the thing is correct, because you know what? If you looked out worldwide, there is no perfect system in any democracy. And I'm not talking about the authoritative things. Any democracy, they always have some problems and issues. And somebody who comes in and trying to look at what we have, you know, every country has developed throughout the years. So whatever is good for 2021, United States is from 1776. I mean, the foundation is good, but, you know, they didn't build it up in 1776 for uh, 2020. So if you go ahead and you go ahead and you take a piece of land, as small as it is, as seven square kilometers, and you are trying to learn for the mistakes. So perfect system, it's not, but it could be as close to what we need today than there is any other place in the globe which have history that's not, it could be ignored. Yeah, <laughs> I, I almost don't know where to begin with everything you just said because it, it was a just fantastic point after fantastic point. And I'm really grateful that you brought up 
the diversity that's within Liberland, and especially because you brought up how diverse Liberland is because of all of the different ways that people who are, are involved, how they think. Yes, I think the way a lot of us Liberlandians look, we have some diversity in regards to, you know, as I just said, the way we look, but the most powerful thing, exactly what you just shared, and I just love that so much, so I want to reiterate it, is the diversity in the group as far as how everyone thinks. And it's very innovative. And as you mentioned, over the past six years, the country has just grown exponentially. And I think that's going to continue, especially with uh, leaders like you involved. So speaking of you being involved, Rav, can you tell us about what you're working on in the Dominican Republic right now? Because I know you have some very strong diplomatic connections there that have benefited us already. Uh, You're based out of New Jersey. And so I know you're actually doing some work there in New Jersey as well as far as recognition for Liberland. But let's first start with the Dominican Republic and Caribbean. Give us a little update on what you're working on. See, I was actually, my affiliation with the Dominicans started with me becoming, I had an individual that was trying to promote smaller, you know, that everybody knows taxations and uh, property taxes, and the fact that everybody needs to pay for everybody's, you know, from their own pocket, you know, and I, as a property owner in New Jersey, I uh, was working with the Dominican characters that it was running, he first ran for town council, and then I ran him for mayor a few years back. Well, well, that specific individual didn't turn out to be what we were looking for, and he never won, and he joined the, the over-taxation machines. But it sort of opened for me the door to meet Dominicans in New Jersey area. What happened to me, I was appealed by Bay. There, was a, there is a Dominican leader. His name was Luis Abinader, who was, became the leader of the they formed a new a new political party about the also six years ago about the same time that Liberland was formed and uh, he became the leader of the oppositions and uh, as I you know I do appreciate good political leadership you know and if anybody really knows me well I have a very high standards to uh, people's why I can consider my leaders or or consider political leaders because I don't believe that anybody could just jump in and say a few words and become a political leader. I believe that leading a country or leading an organization or leading something else, you need to have high standards and you need to be a decent person. So it's not always the policies it's sometimes the leadership itself. So you could have good policies. So I was attracted to this specific individual as a leader, and I started to follow what he was trying to do. So he was running for the Dominican Republic's uh, presidency in 2016. So I started to get involved with his people and with his party. Eventually, in the 2016 election, he was defeated by the incumbent president and the ruling party, but uh, I still kept out the connection with that people's and that he was defeated in May 2016. That's where the Dominican election is normally before pandemics in May. But on 2016, September 2016, I happens to be 
with my father in New York and uh, the leader came to meet with me and my father in the hotels and we sat down for an hour we had a nice meeting uh, with him so and I kept out that connection with them as well later on I I also uh, have other friends that uh, us are uh, Dominicans who happens to invite us there is parade every summer in New Jersey sponsored by the uh, Duarte Institute in the United States now the Duarte Institute is a, is a Dominican Institute who's reaching out for the Dominican peoples you know preserving the Dominican cultures and Dominican thing Duarte if you don't know, is the George Washington of the Dominican Republic, or the, for our people, is the Vitya Dlitschka of the Dominican Republic. He's considered the founding father. So, I mean, every time you hear something, so it's in, in his honorary, as we're going to have seen less on. So, he we were honored, the president and the vice president of Liberland, and Dave Molyneux and me, as a, by the state of New Jersey and the mayor of Newark and the institute and that specific parade, we had a nice ceremony. We've been, uh, they put a, put a nice uh, article about us in 2018. Now, moving forward, we had uh, one of my friends who has met with us uh, the last time that uh, Vit came to the UN, I think it was 2019, I think, 2019. He came to, to the UN National Conference in September. We met Mr. Friend, who was then running for the Congress of the Dominican Republics. Now, they have a representative, same way we have a representative in the United States Congress for every district in the United States, they have United States as a district representative in the Dominican Parliament. So we were sitting with them, you know, there was a nice delegation. There was about, again, uh, Boggy and uh, Vit and Tom, and I believe uh, Dave and Joy. I, be, I don't, Joey maybe was there or not. There's a few guys. We were sitting and we were talking about him, exploring. At the end of this day, they took power in the Dominican republics. They won the election. The election was in July. They pushed it because of the pandemic. The president, Lewis, has been taking office in August. And we were trying to build up that relationship with them. Uh, you know, everything is, you know, pandemic-wise. It's slowing down, you know, traveling and then restrictions and other stuff. But we've been in contact with, with them. And uh, again, you know, trying to pursue that relationship from the Dominican Republics to benefit Liberland and the Dominican Republics. Well, there you go, folks. I mean, Rob, you're, uh, I think as a rabbi, you become a master at storytelling as well. So thank you for the tremendous details and context there. As far as, you know, what we can look forward to with the Dominican Republic uh, let's say within the next six months, because as you as you mentioned, everything maybe a little bit. Well, some things are sped up because of the pandemic, but I think anything government related, as far as getting diplomacy 
I don't know if transactions or deals is the right word, but anything diplomatic might be moving a little bit slower now. So what's something that um, Liberlandians and individuals from the Dominican Republic can look forward to over the next, uh, yeah, say six months? I would say that, you know, I mean, we are this negotiating some kind of, of, of deals. I mean, which, you know, we can't, you know, we can't talk about it, you know, in public, you know, until stuff is, is formalized, but you know, Liberland can offer the Dominicans a lot of stuff, you know, a, a lot opening. They, they want to be open different markets, which, which we will do for them. I mean, the president itself has been busy, you know, with his pandemics and with his issues, you know, uh, administrating is working very hard over there to, you know, to put the country back to track again, you know, that, that, the old party was there for over 20 years, you know, you need to uproot a lot of corruptions. I believe that, you know, there's something could be done soon. It's all depend, you know, uh, how fast we're moving about, you know, as you know, it, it's give and takes, you know, once they see what we have and we can give them, then you track their attentions for them, you know, to move forward. But I don't think they've been that involved with the, with, so much foreign policies. I think the only the, the, the main thing they care about, you know, is getting vaccines into the countries, you know, to vaccinate the peoples. But I would say that, you know, maybe we will have something more as the summer comes up, you know, within the next few months, hopefully, you know, you say six months. I would say that I'm optimistic regarding some news coming up. We see in the next six months, maybe by the summer, we can have some kind of, of an agreement with them, you know, to establish. But it looks positive because they know us and they like us. We did give them masks last summer as the Liberland Aid Foundation, I believe, did that. Yes. Right? Yeah. Great. Well, let's talk about some more. Some more optimistic things, and uh, we'll start winding it down here. But could you, uh, I guess, again, for our Liberlandians and those, even maybe for those tuned in for the first time here, just talk about something that, as far as Liberland, that you want to speak into existence. Maybe something that you want to see happen, within again, within the next three to five years, something you're really excited about, something you think should happen, needs to happen, you want to happen. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. You know what the key is for us, and you know, and I don't want to repeat. We spoke about the Olympics, uh, but Olympics is down the road because the Olympics, you know, you need competition, and you need you need investors, and you need and you need to be really part of the world, you know. Because so hopefully it's happening. I don't know how soon, but with that, but I was suggested, and that that's what I was saying, and uh, as my vision is, as I believe. We have to launch a liberal and broadcasting organizations, and I've spoken about it for several times. The broadcasting organizations, which will be an umbrella organizations for all liberal and media to be at one place, which will a be a place that we can uh, send uh, people's. You know, if you want to know what's going on from. In Liberland, go to this specific place, that website, who will have listed and, and listened to all the different broadcasting 
and uh, so they know the uh, what's the latest in liberalism because we don't have that that venue yet. But uh, the most important thing is, I'd like to get Liberland participate in the Eurovision Song Contest. Now, to anybody who doesn't know what the Eurovision Song Contest is, it's a song competitions who has been going on all the way since the 50s. Every single year, they're broadcasting in many nations, tens of millions watching it, usually around May. It's, uh, every country sends a song. And the song is uh, coming with a, a th- thirty seconds, you know, promo, and uh, you, you get the fans get to vote for it. I mean, it's evolved since I was a kid. It was a, it's a little different, but now it's the it, it's all uh, ten thousand people needs to be in the place. I don't know how they're going to do it now with the COVID, but that could give us an exposure for thirty-two million uh, views. And the thing is, you know what? It doesn't have to, you don't have to win it. But even if you make it, either it's two semifinals the week before and the final is, you know, the top 20, uh, 18, 24 or 24 countries goes to the finals on Saturday night. And uh, that could really give us a booming exposure. And I don't believe it's such a hard way to do it. And again, in that, it's not the Olympics, so, but your chance to win it is as good as chance as everybody else. If you get a hot performer with a hot songs, so you could win it that day. So let's see, we get somebody nice, you know, that that uh, appeals to peoples, and he comes in and he represents that our country. We can export it. The, usually, the winners get to host it the following year in their own country if they can produce it. So for us, it may, may not be, may be visible now because Liberland is, hasn't been built yet, but if the exposure that we can have and the flag and the things, yeah. that's the best PR we can have for anything. That, and I don't think it's such hard things to do. I mean, every other project, is, is, it takes a long time, but this is, this is much easier to do. Yeah, I love that. And it just shows the power, as you, you were saying, one, the power of athletics and two, the power of music. And I say that from a competitive standpoint, those are two, I don't know if you want to call them industries or parts of life that transcend borders. I mean, in a way, it kind of unifies people within that border. But, you know, sports and, and music are just something that people from all around the world can relate to. And that's so powerful how you're saying, you know, that could be the great platform for Lieberland to to get exposure. And you're right. And I want to say to follow up on that, anyone who's interested in learning more and potentially representing Lieberland and singing on behalf of the country, it's probably not as crazy as you think. I mean, all it takes is to reach out. So we are going to get going to give you a way to to reach out to um, any of us here at Lieberland. I mean, you can always reach out to info at Lieberland.org and let them know that you listen to this episode. But then also, Rob, I know you'll probably provide us a way to get in touch with you as well here near the end. And then um, one more thing I want to highlight is you talked about bringing Lieberland broadcasting under one umbrella, which is getting closer. (laughs) It's getting closer. We have LieberlandPress.com, but you're right. I mean, even I just had a conversation the other day. I know we have Lieberland TV. We have this. I think we have Lieberland Radio. My big ask, what I would ask for anyone listening right now, because it takes a lot lot of work 
to just even, for example, just to produce this show. We need an organizer. We need someone that's going to take me and take anyone else who's producing Lieberland content and put us all in line and get us organized. Because uh, it's a, it's just too much <laughs> to be doing to be doing this one and be responsible for everything else. So if, if that sounds like something you want to do, again, please reach out to us. Um, there's multiple different ways you can reach, reach out to the Liberland show. But as I mentioned, uh, info at Liberland.org is always great. And that leads us to where we're at here now, Rob. Before we close it out, do you have any or what's your preferred way? If you could give out one way for anyone listening to follow up and get in touch with you, what would that one way be? I would say you can reach me on the Liberland Olympic Facebook page. I mean, message the page. Perfect. The Liberland Olympic page, guys, we'll get a link to that in the show notes as well. So you can contact Rob, our rabbi, Altman, there directly. Uh, Rob, it's always a joy, as I mentioned, to have you on the show. Any closing remarks for our listeners today? Keep doing the great work you're doing. We're going, it's going to be a great year for us, 2021. I have a feeling will be will be a breakout year. Absolutely. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in to the Lieberland Show. This has been episode 63. We were joined today by Rob Altman, our dear rabbi at Lieberland, and also the Lieberland representative to the Dominican Republic. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoy The Lieberland Show, be sure to tap that subscribe button. And also, go ahead and check out my other podcast, Dream Chasers. You can do this by going to dreamchasers-ix.com. That's dreamchasers-ix.com. A link to that is in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in. And as we always say, we will catch you in the next episode.